Welcome to the Get Down with Hurley Brown. This is a weekly series that showcases the world of sports with a focus on the NFL, NBA, and college football. From the recruiters and players to the teams and coaches, we've got it all covered. Now, here's your host, Coach Hurley Brown. Family, welcome back. Welcome back to the show. We are coming at you live from Merritt Island, Florida, live and strong. Guys, we got a great show lined up for you today. I got a guy who was just inducted into the Coconut Grove Hall of Fame. He actually played for the University of Miami, was a part of national championship teams. He was part of the group that got the University of Miami started. He was part of that group that allows us to sit back and watch our 30 for 30, watch ourselves on TV today. Rodney Bellinger, welcome to the Get Down with Hurley Brown. And congratulations on recently being inducted into the Coconut Grove Hall of Fame. Rodney, I didn't even know they had a Hall of Fame. Uh, I, I thank you, first of all, Hurley. Uh, yeah, that's something that uh, was created about two years ago. Okay, so it's new. Uh, and, and you're one of the first inductees, I should say. Well, um, um, actually, this the third year. Okay. They've had it. They had uh, two classes before me. Okay. Uh, and um, um, I hear they got uh, many more getting ready to come behind that. Man, that's awesome. Well, I, they need a Merritt Island Hall of Fame. I, you know, we need to to petition for that. You know what I mean? I, I need to be in the Hall of Fame in my hometown. I need to do something. What, what can I do? I, I can fish. I can hunt. What? I don't know what I got to do to get the Merritt Island Hall of Fame, but we're going to talk to these guys about inducting me into the doggone Merritt Island Hall of Fame. Hey, the other guest that I got with me today is a very dear friend of mine. He was actually my college roommate. But my, my next guest is Kelvin Harris, was my roommate at the University of Miami, classmate, part of three national championship football teams. Went off and played and had a little stint with the National Football League. And then we got back together and we played Canadian football together. We had a great time in San Antonio. Kevin is probably one of the smartest guys I know. I hate to say that, especially when we're sitting there live in front of everybody, because he's going to rub it in my face later on. But Vic, you are a smart guy. You're not the smoothest criminal in the world, but you are a smart guy. And welcome to the Get Down with Hurley Brown. And Kevin, just tell the, the people a little bit about yourself. You know, we, we know you from Fort Myers. Well, I know you from Fort Myers. You grew up with Deion Sanders. You know, tell talk to him a little bit more about what, where you were and what you're doing now. Because a lot of people don't know what, what, what I can't call it. I'm going to call it anyway because we family. We, we can talk. Snasty. That's what we call it. Snasty. So, Snasty, speak to the people. Tell them where you where you're from, what you've been doing, what you're doing now. What's going on, Hurley? <laughs> you got it. You got what, it, Snatchy. What, what an intro! What an intro! <laughs> um, like like Hurley said, I'm originally from Fort Myers, Florida. We came in together. Um, we had a couple other guys from Fort Myers, and um, they kind of recruited me down there along with Coach Gary Stevens. Uh, Hurley and I were able to be a part of um, history, really three national championship teams. I um I got a, I, I was blessed to be drafted uh last twelve round draft in the twelfth round by the Rams. I spent a year and a half with them. Then I spent a couple of seasons in the Canadian League. Like Hurley said, one of them was with him in San Antonio and you're right, Hurley. We had a ball in San Antonio. San Antonio ain't been the same since we left. <laughs> <laughs> we put and, the uh, sand in San Antonio, Vic. What'd you say? We put the sand in San Antonio, Vic. Oh, man. They had never yeah, seen anything buddy. like that before. Man, we I lost Rodney. Jim. What'd you say? But keep, we lost Rodney, but keep going. Uh, I also got a chance to be a part of the first season of the NFL Europe or the World League, um, 95, and a part of it in the second, at the beginning part of it, the second year, 96. Okay. I played in the Arena League two, three years. Um I got into uh, entertainment. I was uh, I've been running a uh, an inter, uh, uh, advertising company where I uh, advertise urban events all across the country and do consulting work. Um, a couple of years ago, myself and one of uh, me and Hurley's other teammates from uh, 
the Miami Days, Ryan McNeil, we um, we started doing these podcasts for the University of Miami on this uh, network. This young young man from uh, Northwestern started called the Huddle Network, and we're the hurricane um, we're the hurricane uh, version of it. You know, he has they started where they have a um, a, 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 a podcast for each uh, Power Five conference school. So that's been going really well, and it's probably I'm going to expand uh, into doing a couple of other podcasts as well, uh, as well as you know with Ryan and without Ryan. So um, you know, and of course, just like Hurley, I'm a I'm a cane. I bleed orange and green, and I also bleed green and white for Fort Myers, my high school. So in a nutshell, that's me. Man, I'll tell you what, Vic. So so you you played, you got drafted. I didn't even know you got drafted. I, didn't, I, I did not know that. I should know that because you're a roommate, but I didn't know you got drafted. And I didn't know you played until you was 40 years old. Say it again? And I didn't know that you played until you were 40 years old. Vic, you played for a long time. Arena ball, USFL. Man, you, what else you played? But anyway, hey, but I'm, I'm glad you're here with us, Vic and uh, with Kelvin. And this today's show is going to be about Florida football. I want to talk about everybody in the state of Florida that's playing football, professional football, college football. We might even get into high school. You might let you talk about Fort Myers, and I'm going to talk about my old high school. But we're going to start off with them Dolphins, since we both lived down there in Miami for a long time, and everybody kept trying to get us to bleed that aqua and orange. It's just hard for me to do that. But yeah. they got a couple of my yeah, guys down there too. right now, and, and you know, I just, I'm, I'm kind of anxious to see these Dolphins and see what they're going to do. You know, we used to call them mullets growing up. We, we wouldn't give them the, the full name of the, you know, we wouldn't give them the credibility of being a dolphin. So we called them mullets. You know, a mullet is, yeah. a, you know, is the, the bottom feeder in the ocean. But anyway. Well, well, when we were ahead. there, they were the stepchildren of South Florida. I mean, exactly. That's why we didn't respect them because, I mean, hey, come on, man. But I tell you what, we didn't respect the team. Um, and the only reason we didn't because they weren't winning, they weren't having the success that we wanted them to have. Now, we still love our Dolphins, Florida team, especially yeah. back then. Lewis Oliver, Sammy Smith, all these guys. Come on, man. Farrell Edmonds. Man, these are guys that, you know, we Jeff had. Cross. We had Jeff Cross. Yeah, we had. Exactly. We had a lot of Bobby Harden, one of our teammates. We had a lot yeah. of love for the Dolphins. Uh, Mark well, Clayton, well, I, I, Mark I, I, I'll, say, I'll, I'll say this early. I think the players, yeah, we all got along, but it just felt like Shula and his staff really wasn't feeling us, per se, the players at the University of Miami, because it seemed like they well, didn't they, reach out and they, put, they, yeah. bring in a lot of former Hurricanes. Well, they, ended up, they, they got Bobby. Bobby played for, Bobby, for a long time. They got Andre Brown. They got, they got Andre, Andre Brown. Brown. As a matter of fact, Andre held the record for um, rookie, the, rookie, the rookie receiving record for a long time. I did not know that. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Andre was my roommate, man. That was my dog. I still talk to Dre. But anyway, hey, yeah. so the Dolphins just signed Jay Cutler. Yeah. Adam Gates is going back to uh, one of his former players, a guy that knows his playbook, knows his style of play, knows what he's going to do. There's a lot of hype about it. There's a lot of, i tell you what, there's a lot of, you know, disbelief and that them signing Jay Cutler. A lot of guys out there don't, don't agree with it. A lot of guys are upset about it. Now, me personally, you know how it is, Vic. When, you, when you're a head coach and you're in that position, you got to win football games, you got to take with what you're comfortable with. We're not in a position to sit back and say, well, I wish they had this guy out. We can bring this guy in and try to groom this guy. So, you know, hey, Coach Gates, hey, man, kudos to you. Congratulations. Hey, good luck on a great season. We're going to let Vic talk about it. Vic, we're going to go you know, take a break here in a few minutes. And then we're going to come back and allow you to talk okay. about, you know, what you think about what the Dolphins are doing down there and, you know, shed some light on where we think they need to go. I personally need to think they need to get out of Miami. <laughs> I, I, I'm serious. I just, you know, it'd be, but again, that, that's a whole nother conversation. So we're going to take a break right here. When we come back, we're going to talk about these Miami Dolphins. I hopefully get Rodney Bellinger back online.
Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America. Tune into The Revolution with Jim and Trav this week as we discuss essential outdoor survival skills. You'll hear a tale how one man survived a near-fatal shooting in the woods. Joining us is Laura Shera, host of Survival Science, Jay Gregory from The Wild Outdoors, and Yamaha's ATV and side-by-side group marketing manager, Steve Nessel. It's presented by Outdoor Channel, Sportsman Channel, World Fishing Network, and My Outdoor TV. Friday afternoons at 1 Pacific Time on The Voice America Sports Channel. Join Matt Fish and Alex Clancy every week for Rebound Radio. We'll talk with the legends of basketball about how they got started, their rise to the top of the game, how basketball has changed their lives, and what they're up to now. Just like the game itself, you'll find that lives can pivot on a dime. There can be last-minute saves, and life is anything but run-of-the-mill. Rebound Radio can be heard live every Thursday at 3 p.m. Pacific Time and 6 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Sports Channel. You won't want to miss the next show. Have you friended us on Facebook yet? Why not? Just go to Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for the keywords Voice America. Once you are part of our Facebook network, you'll receive daily messages about what's happening with our shows, this week's featured guests, and new happenings at the Voice America Talk Radio Network. And you can add your voice to the always active discussions on our timeline. Just go to Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for Voice America. This is the Get Down with Hurley Brown. To reach our show today, call in to 1-888-346-9144. That's 1-888-346-9144. Or send an email to thegetdownwithhurleybrown at gmail.com. Now back to the show. Kelvin Harris, we're back, family. We're back with my main man, Kelvin Harris. Kelvin's going to share some some thoughts with us about the Miami Dolphins and what Coach Gase is doing with signing Jay Cutler and how do we think we're going to go through the schedule, Vic, and we're going to pick wins and losses. We're going to start that early in the season. Hey, man, it's time for okay. football. I'm ready. Are you ready for some football? Hey, man, I'm excited, man. It's been a long summer. Yeah, I know, right? So, anyway, so let's go. So, now, well, the I'll Dolphins go. play the Falcons Thursday night. Okay. All right. And... Obviously, Jay Cutler's got the nod. He's going to be the guy. What do the Dolphins have to do? What What do you see the Dolphins having to do in order for them to be successful this year? I think two things. The first thing involves the offensive line. Offensive line has to, one, stay healthy, and two, has to gel. And they have to be able to move people off the ball and run the football. So, Jay Ajayi can be as successful as he was last year. And the most important part is for Jay Cutler to not turn the ball over, which I think he can do under Adam Gase. And I really believe signing Jay Cutler makes them a better team than if Ryan Tannehill was the quarterback. Wow. I mean, you said a mouthful there, Vic. Well, let's let's just look at the the body of work. I mean, people people ridicule what Cutler, you know, has has done in his body language, but he's done something Tannehill has not done. He took a team to the NFC Championship game, a less right. talented team than he's on right now. Right. So, and he had his best year under Adam Gase. And I was um I was watching his press conference yesterday. I didn't realize that he had, you know, had. Um, a relationship with Gase that went back to, like, I want to say his rookie year, his first couple of years in the league. So this exactly. is a guy that he trusts. And mm-hmm. when, you know, Gase was on the uh, on the podium talking about the um, the uh, the kind of communication they had in Chicago, it, it, it makes sense. And I know a lot of people, um, a lot of Dolphin fans are upset that they signed Cutler, but it made the most sense. Uh, Matt Moore is a stopgap quarterback. He can give you four, maybe six games, but he's not going to take you to the playoffs. And that roster goes from maybe 10 and 6 to 7 and 9, 8 and 8 with him at quarterback. But with Jay Cutler, if Jay Cutler comes in and plays like he played two years ago in Chicago in the case, 
They can go ten and six. I'm not going to go out on a limb and say they can beat uh, <laughs> New England because right now New England is looking pretty formidable. But I will say this: I don't think New England is going to sweep them. I think they have a good chance of beating the Patriots at home with the, the, the crowd noise and the pass rush they get up front. But I just think that, you know, if Jay Cutler plays like he did two years ago, this is a much better team than if Ryan Tannehill is the quarterback. Okay, so, but Vic, you just said something, and I almost fell out my chair. You said that the Miami Dolphins have a chance of beating the New England Patriots at home. Really? Well, well look, if you look, look at, at what? Team, if you look at yeah. the history of the uh, when they play, the Dolphins always play them tough or beat them in Miami. And the one thing that um, that gives New England trouble is a pass rush, and that's something that the that that the Patriots have. Now, the key I think to that is going to be how Indomitian Sue plays, because you know Tom Brady is a really good quarterback, but he is uh, he puts his pants on. One just leg a, at a time, just like every other quarterback. A really good quarterback, or one of the best that's ever been. Come on now, let's get let's get a man this credit. Three best ever. Arguably, let me, he's one let me of the best that. that we've ever but, seen, that we've seen in our lifetime. Yes, but I'll say this: Tom Brady is playing in pristine conditions. You know, there was they were talking about him this morning on um on um uh, ESPN about could he play to his forty four forty five. Well, the rules have changed, and he is in the perfect offensive system. Yeah, he probably could. But we saw two years ago what can give him trouble, pass rush. And the thing about it is, I, I, I had this conversation, and you're a DB. What I don't understand is, Hurley, and maybe you can you know, clarify this because you're a DB. You know they're trying to throw short passes. Why don't you get up and press these guys and – Maybe, you know, get a jam. Don't let Welker and uh, Edelman, or not Welker, but excuse me, uh, Amendola and Edelman inside with these free releases. Shut off the inside releases and the quick, the quick routes and give your defensive tackles a chance to put pressure in his face. I mean, that's the one thing I think that the Dolphins can do with Indomitian Sue is that they can put a lot of pressure on him from the interior. So, and with the crowd noise, they can give them a go. Now, when they go to New England, they're going to get run out of the stadium because, you know, for some reason, they just don't play good in New England. But I think they have the well, They don't down. play good because they're playing the, the New England Patriots. They got nothing to do with, with being in New England. It's they're playing the New England Patriots. Just like if they come, and don't get me wrong, I love Indomitian too. As a matter of fact, we, um, we when I was coaching at the University of Louisiana Lafayette, and this is, this is hilarious, I got to tell you this. When I was coaching at the University of Louisiana Lafayette, the Raging Cajuns, we had a kid that, an offensive lineman, we called him Big O. Big O was getting his very first start against Indomitian when we went to Nebraska. We go to the University of Nebraska. Oh, yeah, Vic. Dude, I'm I'm dying inside right now. But you know how you hear about all the hype about these guys. Man, this guy's this. This guy's that. This guy's going to be great. The whole nine yards, you know. And a lot of it... Just that hype. So, with Big O getting his first start, everybody was anxious to see how he was going to do against arguably one of the best defensive tackles in the game. It ended up being the best defensive tackle in the game at that particular time. So, you know, at the end of the game, you know how you come out of the game. And, you know, of course, we lost. We lost to Nebraska. We played a great game, but we lost. So, I go up to Big O after the game. Big O. Hey, man, is, is he all that they say he is? Is the hype really, is it real, or is it just hype? Big O looked at me, and Big O standing about six, seven, six, eight. He looked down at me, looked at me like I was small, looked up, looked down again. No, Coach, he might be better than what they say he is. I said, what? He's no, Coach, he's the real deal. And he is. I mean, he's proven that now. He's not a flashy guy. He doesn't sit around and, you know, talk and do all that other stuff. This guy just lines up and plays. I love the way that he plays the game. But they need more than just him to stop Tom Brady and the New England Patriots. Now, they play him game 12 and game 14. But, bro, that, that and, and I'm hoping, I'm hoping, because, again, now, 
We love the Dolphins still. They're a Florida team. We still love them. But you got a new head coach, new quarterback coming in. I'm hoping by game 12 we can make some things going and we can get some things going and try and make some things happen. I'm hoping. I'm hoping. Um, I just, well, I just read a little bit a little while ago, Jarvis Landry, one of the best receivers, is on investigation for battery. Mm-hmm. So I'm, hope, I'm, yeah, I'm hoping that's... I believe you know, that, that's, baby is, 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 is a child's mama. Yeah, so I'm, I'm hoping this, this is just an accusation. But we need Jarvis. We need Jarvis to play. I mean, Jarvis was a hell of a receiver last year. Yeah, Jarvis can, Yeah, so we need him. So hopefully he, he can get squared away with that deal. But um, again, Jay Cutler, $10 million arm. Um, Ajay, dude, now you, you said he was successful last year. Hmm. I don't, I don't know. I'm, I'm hoping you said last what, what, year. But yeah, you're what, right. What? Three years ago, he was successful. I get you that. Well, so well, and again, I, I don't know if he's a, you know, if he's a, a championship back yet. He hasn't proven that to me yet. I, I want to see that. I, I, I like oh. the way he plays. It and he shows flashes, but he just hasn't proven to me that he's a championship back yet. Well, he's got a lot to prove. I, I admit, but I will say this: his style fits what they want to do with the Dolphins more. And and and, and the other thing is, you know, Matt Moore had a stronger arm. Than Ryan Tannehill, and he has a tendency to throw the ball. Like the, the deep game for the Dolphins played out better when Matt Moore was a quarterback because Tannehill is not a deep, a good deep ball thrower. Now you've got Jay Cutler, who's an excellent deep ball thrower with an excellent arm. And he's, I really got he's got and some weapons. He's got some Yeah, and Devontae Parker, I think, is going to be the key. He has to live up to that first round draft pick uh, hype. Oh, Even I agree. If even if Landry isn't there, if Devontae Parker shows up this year and he and Jay Cutler can get on the same page, I think that's going to help the running game and that's going to make it that much easier for them to move the ball. Right. I think defense, defensively, uh, the, the front four has to carry the team. Oh, that's, that's, that's everybody. That's everywhere. Now, here's the deal. Though. I'm going to say this, and we don't spend too much time on the Dolphins. We need to go to the Jacksonville Jaguars. And we're going we're gonna to keep these Tampa Bay Buccaneers for last because I'm a Jameis Winston fan and I can't wait to Me see too. Jameis throw Me that too. ball. I am too. So the Jacksonville Jaguars, all right, you got Brandon Albert. They got the little situation with Brandon Albert. He, he retired and unretired. Well, when he retired, they went and told that man, we want some of this money back. So and then he unretired. Exactly. So then he unretired. But that's the type of crap that Jacksonville is going through up there right now. But we got Alan Hearns up there. The, the Allen brothers, Allen Robinson, Allen Hearns, Marquise Lee is going to do his thing. And now you got a bunch of hurricanes up there. You got Brandon Linder, who's the highest paid center in the history of the NFL. You got Calais Campbell, who, as a matter of fact, Calais gave more money. He's, he's the, the, the first player to ever give that type of money back to the University of Miami. Hey, Calais, man, give, hey, give him a three clap. Give him three. Oh, yeah. You know what I mean? Hey, for, he, for that guy to come back and give to the University of Miami like that. He's yeah. a huge individual. Uh, we were he talking about Florida State game two years ago. He is a big dude. <laughs> but yeah. I so think, um, um, we playing, uh, I'm, I'm coaching at FIU. We're playing the University of Miami, the, the big brawl. So I'm, stand, I'm sitting over there on, the, on, on our bench, and that was when they first came out with these big old bubble helmets, right? The big yeah. blow-up helmets. So I'm sitting there, you know, you're kind of sitting down and you're just looking back. And all of a sudden, this guy walks through the doggone helmet and he has to bend down to get underneath that helmet. And I'm sitting there saying, what in the world is that? Oh, that's Calais Campbell. I said, oh, my God, we got to play against that. And sure enough, you know, we lost. We played a great game, had a big old fight. And ultimately, that's what got us fired. But nonetheless, he is a huge man, and he is as athletic as you can get at that size. So they got Galeas, they got Brandon Linder, and they just signed my guy, Malcolm Bunch, whose family is actually from Jacksonville. Wait a minute, they dude, signed Malcolm Bunch? Yeah, they signed Malcolm Bunch, man. I don't know if they cut him already, oh, but I, do, I saw what they did sign him. But, um, oh. you know, we're going to talk about Leonard Fournette when we come back. We, go, we got to take a break for a few minutes. Then when we come back, we're going to talk about Leonard Fournette. I saw this kid when he was in the ninth grade. 
Wow. And back then, when he was in the ninth grade, we were sitting there saying, this is a first round running back. He's been that impressive ever since then. And I think he's going to make the Jaguars a contender this year. So we're going to take a break. We're going to come back and talk about Leonard Fournette and the Jacksonville Jaguars. Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America. Okay, sports fans, here's your opportunity to discuss football, America's favorite sport. On an annual basis, millions of people attend, watch, and listen to football, both pro and college. Ray Ellis Sports, an internet talk radio show, was developed with the fan in mind. Join host, former Philadelphia Eagles and Cleveland Browns strong safety, Ray Ellis, on Voice America Sports every Tuesday at 1 p.m. Pacific for exciting, interactive football discussions from the fans' perspective. Tune in every Tuesday at 1 p.m. Pacific to Ray Ellis Sports right here on the Voice America Network and let's talk football. If you're looking for more information on firearms and the shooting sports, check out Taking Stock with Kelly McMillan. Kelly is the owner of McMillan Fiberglass Stocks with over 40 years of experience. Now he's ready to share some industry luminaries and their perspectives with you. If you're interested in firearms, whether it be for shooting, for fun, competition, hunting, or self-defense, Kelly is here to share his wisdom and experience. Listen live for Taking Stock with Kelly McMillan, Fridays at 11 a.m. Pacific Time, 2 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Sports Channel. Have you friended us on Facebook yet? Why not? Just go to Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for the keywords Voice America. Once you are part of our Facebook network, you'll receive daily messages about what's happening with our shows, this week's featured guests, and new happenings at the Voice America Talk Radio Network. And you can add your voice to the always active discussions on our timeline. Just go to Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for Voice America. This is the Get Down with Hurley Brown. To reach our show today, call in to 1-888-346-9144. That's 1-888-346-9144. Or send an email to thegetdownwithhurleybrown at gmail.com. Now back to the show. Family, we are back. We are back live and in living color. I wish y'all could see me right now. Man, I got my main man, James Jackson, on the phone. James Jackson played at the University of Miami. James was part of Butch Davis's team. James was one of those guys that, man, when you're talking about the, one of the greatest teams ever assembled in college football history, James was a part of that team. And not only was he a part of that team, he was a beast. He was a straight beast. James, man, hey, you got drafted by the Cleveland Browns, the Dog Pound. Then you went on to play with Green Bay and you went to Arizona. And now you're actually living in Jacksonville. And you, you're married to the Blades. You're married to Brian and Benny Blades' sister. Wow. Man, hey, hey I, I, I can't get the first kid, but can I get the next one? <laughs> can, can I please get the next one? Hey, man, I, hey, I got a nice house over here on the water. I can teach him how to fish, teach him how to hunt. Hey, he, already, he already know how to play football. He's going to be a hell of an athlete. Yeah. yeah. So, Wait. man, hey, dude, thanks. Welcome. Thank you for, for calling in. Welcome to the show. We got Kelvin Harris, who's my roommate in college with us. And um, we were just talking about the Jacksonville Jaguars. And it's so ironic that you call it this particular time because you were running back and we're talking about, to me, the guy that's going to be the difference with the Jaguars with Leonard Fournette. Leonard Fournette is a monster, man. This cat here. Now, don't get me wrong. I know they kept going back and forth with him and Dalvin Cook, and Dalvin Cook is my boy. I love him to death. But they are two totally different running backs. Leonard Fournette is a thousand yards back today, right now. Yes. Yeah. Now, you're running back, so you tell us what what makes him so great at this point and how he's going to be able to to make the the Jaguars a relevant team in the National Football League. Well, of course, the size make a big difference. I mean, if I'm, if I'm, if I'm not mistaken, he's about what six foot one, six foot two. Yeah, six he's one, a big he's at least, Yeah. Okay, two hundred forty pounds. Yeah. He's, what he's going to do is he's, he's going to open up the area attack. I mean, because the guy, you, you know as well as I know, the guy can run the ball, and oh, yeah. all that does is open up, open up the running attack. I mean, the passing attack. 
Well, see, and that's what Blake Bortles needed. I mean, Blake, man, yeah, I mean, Blake can throw the ball. But exactly. they, have, they haven't exactly. had a dominant running back playing for Jacksonville since he's been there. So, I mean, but now you got somebody that can tote the mail, Jack. And you better, you better put eight in the box. If you ain't got eight in the box, you're going to be in trouble with, with Leonard Fournette. I, I watched Great him back. play in college. And again, I, I was telling family a little while ago that I saw this kid when he was in the ninth grade. And I'm telling you, he was impressive then, James. He looked like, tell you what, he probably looked like you. To be honest with you, he looked, he looked very about, similar to about, you when you were in college. A little bit taller. Inch or so taller. Yeah, yeah a little bit yeah, taller. Yeah. About 10 pounds heavier, but you're you absolutely right. I mean, the boy, he is a beast. He runs he like a beast. beast. Man, when they played Ole Miss and when them boys was jumping out the way, but they didn't want to, they didn't want to hit that dude, man. They didn't want no pause of Leonard Fournette. Well, what about yeah, Auburn? Game, and that we? tells it all. He, he's not running from contact. No, sir. Yeah, what, no, sir. What, what, but uh, but you know uh, what? Uh, Let what? me say this though, Vic, and, and because he did something this year, him and um, the guy from Stanford, uh, Christian McCaffrey. Name. Exactly. Me and his dad were in training camp with the San Francisco 49ers together. <clears throat> but these guys decided not to play in their their bowl game because they wanted to get their bodies right for the National Football League. James, I mean, you 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 went through that. You played in the major bowl game. You got drafted. You went to the combine. You were, I mean, what what do you think is happening with college football now? You know, real quick, and we're gonna get on to to, to these doggone Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Well, well, the thing is, I mean, they already officially said that their college career is over with. So the next right. step is it, it, it's time to make money and feed the family. So I, I don't have it. I don't have anything. It's nothing wrong with what they did. I understand, okay. you know, uh, college wants you to, you know, play in that last game. But you got to understand, they already they already said that they were going into the NFL. They're going into the draft. So it's time to get ready, get their body ready for these true. scouts. Right, right. And, and make this money. But, but, but Dalvin Cook did the same thing. But Dalvin well, played, no, in he the played, he actually, played in the bowl game. That's what I'm saying. But Dalvin Cook, he, he, he declared, I'm coming out, I'm gone, I'm out of here. And he played. Well, early I'm going to say something about Dalvin Cook right quick. I watched this kid from the time he was in the 10th grade on. He's a, he, this could be one of the best running back classes ever because all three of these individuals are special talents. Dalvin Cook has a special kind of dog in him that you just don't come around one, you know, too often. But the thing mm-hmm. with McCaffrey and uh, Fournette was different in different situations. McCaffrey just set out. Coach Ogeron, who, um, for your, you know, your your listening audience, coached, uh, you know, coached on the staff of Coach Johnson that on the team that me and Hurley were on. Um, Coach Ogeron did two things. Uh, Fournette had some minor ankle problems, and mm-hmm. to his cre- his credit, he didn't want to risk it. But also, he wanted to get started on next year because he wanted everybody to see how good Darius Geis is. So he hit a two for one there because Fournette got to, you know got to bow out gracefully and he right. got to showcase Darius Geis to the rest of the country who he in my opinion is the best back in the country this year. Oh yeah, well, no doubt, no doubt. This kid is special. Yeah. He's extremely special. I, I can't wait to see what, what Coach Ojuwan is going to do with it. I think he's going to do an amazing job. I actually went over there and watched him practice when they came down to Orlando for the bowl game, and I'm just sitting there and I'm watching him and he's he, he's still baby. He never changes. And I'm excited. I, my wife and I went up there and watched him when he played, when we was actually coaching with the New Orleans Saints. We got a chance to go over there and hang out with him again. So, Coach Oldman, hey, good. Kudos to you. And, again, we're looking forward to doggone watching Leonard Fournette and Alan Hearns, Calais Campbell, Alan Robinson, again, our boy Malcolm Bunch, and Brandon, Brandon Linder. Brandon Linder. And, and Brandon's brother just transferred from the University of Miami. How do you do that? I mean, what's going on? Ah, well, no, we, but I, 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 I ain't going to let you talk about it. Not on this show. Oh, well. We'll say that for the next show. <laughs> <laughs> okay, all right. We ain't going to let you talk about it. <laughs> hey, so, now, Jameis Winston and the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Uh, now, that, to me, that's the team in the state of Florida right there that's going to make some noise in the National Football League this year. You got right, Mike man. Evans, and you just added Deshaun Jackson. Really? Mm-hmm. Ooh, 
boy, hey, as a matter of fact, the Redskins fired the general manager after Deshaun Jackson went to um, Tampa Bay, right? Yeah. yeah Somebody got fired behind that, and, and rightfully so, because you don't lose Deshaun Jackson. I mean, he's one of the best, you know, arguably one of the best receivers in the National Football League, and you allowed him to get away. He signed with, with Tampa Bay before anybody even knew anything about it. I mean, that's, that's crazy. Yeah. But, again, rightfully so, somebody lost their job. So, but he wouldn't be as effective and he wouldn't be as dangerous if he didn't have that, that, that man back there, the, the trigger man in Jameis Winston. Now, I, I watched him firsthand. As a matter of fact, he helped get us fired, Vic. Jimmy <laughs> <laughs> and Deshaun Watson got us fired, but I love watching these two guys, two guys play. Now, last year when we went to the game, me and my wife went to a game over there, James. You're going to laugh about this. Me and my wife went to a Tampa Bay game, went, went to go watch the Oakland Raiders play the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. So I got my ticket, and on my ticket, it had double letters. I think it was DD or EE or something like that, right? So I'm like, wait a minute, the stadium that big? But Alfred Big got to start over again? So I kept looking, and I kept looking at them letters. Man, they had me sitting way up there with the sun. Oh, you was at I the top said, of the oh, sombrero? Wow. Man, I was at the top of the sombrero. I'm already afraid of heights. And then I'm sitting in the sun. I, I, I shook the hand with the sun. I was that close to him. But we stayed and we watched old Jameis play. And I really enjoyed myself. But I, I can't wait to see Jameis again this year. And, and Vernon Hargraves. First round draft choice last year from the University of Florida. Vernon's son, I mean, uh, Vernon's dad and myself coached together. Vernon Sr. at at Florida International University. He's Brent also uh, on the other side. Exactly. Yeah. Oh yeah. Man, they 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 put together something real nice over there. Dirt cutter. Well well I'm gonna tell you something. The uh passing attack they have right now, Deshaun Jackson is probably out of all of the, the people they added, I think the most important because what he does is now he forces you to single cover Mike Evans. And what happens there is if uh, Jameis is under pressure, he knows he can throw up the jump ball to Mike Evans, and he's going to go get it. And you can't double him because you got the, the tight end break that was there last year, plus the kid from uh, Alabama, um, the, the tight end, O.J., uh, what's his name? O.J. Howard. O.J. Howard. So let's just say they come out with two tights, uh, two wideouts, and one back. They can run the ball out of that set, and you can't double anybody because you got two tight ends that can go vertical. You got two wide outs that can go vertical. You got to play two, two high safeties, and they can just run the ball right down your throat. Now, the first four games going to be tough because uh, supposedly, I guess. Uh, well, uh, ain't no supposedly. Yeah, ain't no guess. He's suspended. Yeah, he got, so he got four yeah, games, right? He's I, I, don't know oh, yeah. well, four. I think it's three. I don't think it's quite four, but it is three. Doug Martin. He's suspended. But I tell well, you first, what, now the first quarter of the season is going to be tough. Yeah, going to have but, to find a second running back. But you got Charles Sims. Oh, and Charles yes, Sims. Right. Oh, oh yeah, oh yeah. You got Charles Sims, and Charles mm-hmm. is probably one of the best receiving running backs in the National Football League. Charles. So mm-hmm. now you're talking right about too. you're talking about you, you're going into twelve personnel. The family when I say twelve personnel, I'm talking about one running back, two tight ends, two wide receivers. Two wide but receivers. But you can get it to every formation. Out of that, right. you get every formation well, when, on the man in football out of that personnel group. So now, mm-hmm. don't get me wrong, but you, hey, I know we're gonna miss Doug, but I don't think we're gonna lose a whole lot of games without him. Well, well you know, they put them pretty much put themselves in the you same situation as, as the Giants by bringing in uh, Deshaun. The Giants exactly. bringing in Marshall that oh, that opens up everything. Yeah. yeah, yeah, it does. And, and the Giants well, with, with Marshall on one side and Odell Beckham on the other side, exactly. who are you going to double? Who are you going to double? Well, exactly. more important for, for for Eli Manning is he now has a big receiver. He's been throwing the ball to a lot of small receivers these past few years. He's got another mm-hmm. Plexico Burris that if he's in trouble, he can toss it up, and that guy can make that catch. And that's the early reports out of practice, out of John's practice, that's what's going on. But that's, that was the thing that Mike Evans was known for. I mean, he's 6'5". You see this young fella in person, he looks like a a, a, a power forward. Yeah. I mean, yeah. he... They, well, it's a big man's game. It's a yeah, big man's I, I game. Think, and the thing that I love about Mike is not only is he big, 
but he is so athletic in the way you watch. He is so fluid in his movement to be six five. Well, he, he was a really good basketball player in high school. Um, right. Extremely good. I think he was all state. Right. But I tell you, the key though to me to the to the, to the Bucks taking the next step is what Gerald McCoy does this year. Now, that, now again, you're talking about a five-time Pro Bowler, so he better make it six. Right. Yeah, and that's the bottom well, line. He makes the six well, it Pro Bowl. It needs to be more than just six. Um, you know, one of uh, one of me and Hurley's good friends, Warren Sapp, has been, you know, in this kid's ear his whole career trying to, you know, pull him up to the, I'm not going to say the level of what Sapp played, but in the in the ballpark. And he's been good. He's right. been really good. But I really believe he needs to be otherworldly this year and just put the defense on his back like how Sapp did the year they won the Super Bowl. Uh, you know what I'm saying? I mean, to make that defense. Because the linebacker, the kid from uh, Miami Northwestern, Levante David, he's playing out right. of his mind. If you can get, you know, McCoy to take another step and the defense become even more stout than it has been, I really think they can win that division and go deep into the playoffs. Yeah. i tell you, and just hold that thought. Now, when we come back, we're going to talk a little bit more about the Tampa Bay Buccaneers and Jameis. Then we're going to go ahead and we're going to hit these college football programs real quick. We're going to talk about the U. All right. So we're going to take a break. We're going to go pay some bills for a few minutes. Then when we come back, James, Man, we're going to hit the U, we're going to hit the University of Florida, we're going to hit Florida State. We might even talk about the yes, Classic sir. with Bethune, Cookman, and Florida and them, Alex Wood. Yes, so we're going to take this break, and we'll be right back. Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America. Looking for the best show about horse racing and handicapping? Want to play the ponies? Join us every week for Winning Ponies with John Englehart, racing's regular guy, where you'll go inside and behind the scenes with the top jockeys, trainers, agents, and handicappers in the world of horse racing. This show is the perfect complement to the Winning Ponies handicapping website. Listen for top plays for the weekend and the spot play of the week and win prizes just for calling in. Winning Ponies with John Englehart is live Thursdays at 8 p.m. Eastern, 5 p.m. Pacific on the Voice America Sports Network. Want to experience football from the perspective of two former players who also have coaching experience? Tune in to Sports Info UM with Daryl Oliver and Sam Sword. We'll talk about the drafts, play-by-play, and even what's happening in the offseason. Daryl and Sam have the connections and the knowledge to bring you the inside stories of the game's past, present, and future. We'll cover the camps, on and off field, and everything else, football and beyond. Sports Info UM is heard Mondays at 8 p.m. Eastern, 5 p.m. Pacific on the Voice America Sports Channel. Have you friended us on Facebook yet? Why not? Just go to Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for the keywords Voice America. Once you are part of our Facebook network, you'll receive daily messages about what's happening with our shows, this week's featured guests, and new happenings at the Voice America Talk Radio Network. And you can add your voice to the always active discussions on our timeline. Just go to Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for Voice America. This is the Get Down with Hurley Brown. To reach our show today, call in to 1-888-346-9144. That's 1-888-346-9144. Or send an email to thegetdownwithhurleybrown at gmail.com. Now back to the show. Family, we're back. We're back. Kelvin, before we left, before we took break, you were talking about the impact that Gerald McCoy has to have in order for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers to be significant in the 2017 season. Now, yeah. I also, I, 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 I believe that as well. And Levante David, um, Vernon Hargraves, and, and um, Grimes, all these guys, I'm telling you, I'm, this is the Cinderella team. Not a lot of people are talking about the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, but I'm picking the Tampa Bay Buccaneers to do, to, to, to mm. It's hard to say that they're going to win a Super Bowl, but I think that they're going to make a lot of noise this year in the National Football League. 
This is going to be, I and I think this is, this is becoming a great team. I think they're going to make the playoffs. I think they can win a playoff game. They may even get to the NFC Championship game. I don't see them going to the Super Bowl. But me personally, I really believe if Gerald McCoy, he is the key. I mean, the offense is going to take care of itself because Jameis is such a great leader, and he's mm-hmm. progressed. Like, I'm like you, Hurley. I, I got to be honest, man. When that kid was at Florida State, man, I rooted for him every week but one week. And, I mean, he, he is um, – as close to a franchise quarterback as you're gonna see coming out now. I mean, it's a lot of it's a lot of um, yeah. a lot of guys that they're they're trying to put the put that 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 nomer on, but they're not it. And I think mm-hmm. offensively he takes care of everything. But Gerald McCoy has to be the bell cow on defense because the most the easiest way to disrupt an offense on a quarterback is up the middle. So you know when you have a disruptive defensive tackle. I mean, it just, you can't run the ball. The quarterback is fidgety. It just disrupts the whole offense. And so this is the year that he has to step it up. By the way, um, they're going to be on tonight, Hard Knocks, first episode. Yeah, and I'm, I'm cheering for Jameis. I'm going to be in front of my, I'm going to have the T-board because I got to go to practice in a little bit. But exactly. I, I'm cheering for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers and Jameis Winston. I'm going to tell you all about what he did to us when I was at the University of Miami. That's a whole nother I deal. Wouldn't. But we're going to, yeah, I, I, I never rooted for him in college. I ain't going to tell that lie. I was hoping he lost every game. But the way he threaded us up in that last game, the last time we played him, us, man, this don't even make sense. But you saw, I saw oh, it firsthand. Man. I'm on the side. I got the best seat in the house. But anyway, hey, that's it for, for, you know, the National Football League. Let's hit real quick. I want to hit Florida State. Florida State is playing the University of Alabama in the first game of the season. And I just think they're that gonna is. They're going to win. They're going to do what? They're going to win. Say that. Ooh. I'm not crazy. Nick Saban just lost the national championship game to Clemson. Yeah. Okay. Is Nick, so now he, is Nick Saban going to put he, on his He pants? has not slept. What is that? What they call him? Nick Satan? He has not slept, big. And Florida State is going to to that buzz fire? That buzz, that buzz song I meant to say, man, and I I hope Odell wins. I do. Odell and Lawrence Dawson, man, Jimbo Fisher, they're my dudes. Now they, again, I hope they are successful. To me, Jimbo Fisher is the best play caller in college football. What they got to do with Alabama? And let me say this. I don't believe Mika Fitzpatrick can guard Arden Tate. Okay. I'm just gonna but he don't that. have to. Look at them dogs they and got he, up front. Okay, hey, yeah, all right, so, so that, that's your prediction. We're going to come back, and we're going to talk about yeah. that again right before the game, and then we're going to talk about it again after the game. And when you lose, okay. I'm a Morton's guy. I want to go to Morton's. I want you to pay for me and my wife <laughs> to go to Morton's and have steak. I love steak. All right, now let's and, jump and to only, and, and not and not only that, not only that. Now with, with, with Cook, with Cook being out, and Cook, you know, McCook got the majority of the carries. Where's the running game coming from? Exactly. So, so now you got Jacquez Patrick, who, and again, Jacquez is a great kid and going to be a great football player. But the University of Alabama and Jacquez is a big kid right here from Orlando. I recruited him. He committed to him at one time. But mm-hmm. man, you're talking about the University of Alabama. Man, you ain't talking about it. right. Fam, he, he, he hadn't had enough cares to do to do. He hadn't enough cares to talk about exactly. doing something in Alabama. Right, I think Acres is going to be a great compliment to him. But that you know that that's Alabama. Alabama is what it is. Now let's talk right. about our boy. It's your cousin James Randy Shannon mm-hmm. down there with Jim McElwain at the University of Florida. Now they they <laughs> just hired a friend of mine, a cousin of mine, Jay Wan Sider, Coach Rump. All these guys, and you got Kerry Dixon. Man, I, I love this slack. Exactly. Bell Glade guy, J1. Another yeah. rabbit chaser. J1 wasn't fast, yeah. but, you know, J1 got two different yeah. sides to him. Okay. But it, right. nonetheless, um, they won the SEC, last, the SEC East last year, mm-hmm. and, and, and they should win it again this year. Randy, Randy's got the nod to be the defensive coordinator. He's going to be doing it all by himself this year. He, last year he was a co-coordinator. Now he's a defensive coordinator, and the kids love him. The kids over there talking about, hey, man, he's the assistant head coach. 
They love him. He's a disciplinarian. He does everything that that they need him to do at the University of Florida in order for them to be successful. Mind you, he's arguably one of the best defensive coordinators in the game. We played with Randy. Uh, Kelvin, hey, and you remember, let, Randy was let, like let that me, a long let me time tell ago. Tell a quick story about Real Randy. Quick. He you got put, a minute put it in pers- uh, Hurley, you weren't in it, 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 it quite yet. Man, don't even know all that. Go ahead, man. Tell us. Well, 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 we go. We we go to the first. We go to the first meetings. Okay, we're sitting in there, and uh, I remember me and my my my, my roommate in, uh, in the institute freshman institute. We came in early. Uh, Hamlet, we were saying because we played strong side linebacker. We said, man, the guy in front of us, we got to play this year. He's got girl hips. He has no muscles. He's about two hundred and twenty pounds, and he's slow. If we can't beat him out, we don't even need to have a scholarship. So we get into the first position meeting with Coach Dave Wanstad, who, you know, went on with the Cowboys and, you know, coached the Bears and a few other places. All right, we got 30 seconds. And, and Randy's running the meeting, literally running the meeting. Wanstad's exactly. not saying a thing. Exactly. We go out on the field, and he's calling out all the plays. I mean, this guy's a genius. Yeah. And he arguably has been running that defense for the last couple of years. And it's, I think it's going to be an even better defense. The question is their offense. That's the problem. They need a quarterback. They need a quarterback. And they got right. they got all, they, the offensive line will probably arguably one of the best offensive lines in college football. You got mm-hmm. um, Jawan Taylor, Wani Taylor. You got the, the kid um, from Apopka. The Ivy kid. The Ivy kid. Mar- Martez Ivy. All right. Hey, yeah. guys, we got to get out of here, family. And I'm so sorry that we didn't get a chance to talk about our school. But we're going to save that for next week. Next week, we got Butch Davis coming on the show. And, guys, right after me, we got uh, Ray Ellis Sports. Guys, you got to listen to Ray. Ray's a a longtime NFL vet. He's a great guy, a lot of knowledge. He is my mentor. Guys, stay tuned. Listen to Ray Ellis. Again, thank you, James Jackson, my homeboy, for calling in. Kelvin Harris, Vic, Snasted, my dude. Love you, bro, man. Hey, thank you guys for calling in. Had a great show. Love you. We'll see you next week. Same place, same time, same back channel. Thanks for tuning in to The Get Down with Hurley Brown. The coach wants you to join us again next week, Tuesday at 12 noon Pacific time and 3 p.m. Eastern time on the Voice America Sports Channel. We'll have another great show ready to roll next week.